ESPN Central Texas. Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley for the next two hours. All right, we're going to get our money's worth, and um, we are not going to do one minute less than our two hours. And excited about that. I, uh, it's Masters Week, one of my favorite places in the world I've ever visited, one of the great sporting events, maybe my favorite. I mean, it's right up there. And that'll start up on Thursday. And sadly, our buddy Phil Mickelson refusing to do any media, will not be doing any media. The good news is... Tiger Woods is on the scene, was talking today, and he is doing media. And he, he said something that kind of makes my heart a little sad. I'm, gl- I'm so glad that he's there. And it's starting to kind of, you know, bounce around in his head as he gets in well into his 40s. And, of course, with the uh, surgeries and everything he's been through, that he might not have a lot of these rounds left. And today he was quoted saying, I don't know how many more I have in me. I know more guys on the Champions Tour than I do the regular tour. Wow. I mean, for those of us that are about Tiger's age, that's hard, that's hard to, um, golly. I mean, I was kind of in college, or maybe it was eh, law school, something, when at 97 Masters. Remember it well. Remember it well. So we've sort of grown up with him, and now he's talking about, you know, the, the final days of his career. He said, Woods went on to say the overall desire to win has always been there, and I've always worked at it and believed in what I could do. And uh, he's been practicing a lot at home. Um, He's pushed his body a little bit more. He's 47 years old. I've been able to recreate a lot of the chip shots at home in my backyard or I'm at medalist hitting balls off the side of lies. I'm trying to simulate shots and rehearsing again and again and again each and every flag location, each and every shot I would possibly hit. Um, And he said that he's grateful, uh, and this is where it gets crazy, Aaron, that he – he almost, he said this before, that he almost had to amputate 
his either his foot or, or one of his legs. He said, quote, I'm very lucky to have this leg. It's mine. Yes, it has been altered, and there's some hardware in there, but it's still mine. It has been tough and will always be tough. The ability and endurance of what my leg will do going forward will never be the same. I understand that. That's why I can't prepare and play as many tournaments as I like. But that's my future, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. As we get ready for the Masters, Aaron, let's start taking a peek. And, uh, you know, as as the week unfolds, I kind of want to hear some. Tiger audio. Love to hear from the man. And Aaron, we'll need the um, the Masters theme music playing, you know, when we're giving the scores. We'll have to do that in hushed tones, of course, almost as if we're at the uh, the Masters. But we'll have to we'll have to locate that theme music. And everybody knows what it sounds like. It's just sort of that uh oh, it's just unbelievably soothing music and uh we will uh we will uh, the, the week will unfold i've got a bunch of but i've got several buddies who are going to be at the masters headed that way it is one of the great sporting events you could ever attend and i always do that every year i i mention this <clears throat> even if you can only just get the lottery to be at the practice rounds it's one of the rare things where you should go ahead and go to the uh to the practice rounds that's that's how uh awesome it is and uh it's just a, it's an amazing thing now um they Mickelson I guess did talk to somebody um he did he said and this is ESPN I'm reading today after missing the Masters for the first time in 28 years, Mickelson um, is back for what he called his, quote, favorite week. He said, it's great. It's fun to be back. Everyone has been wonderful. All right? And uh, Mickelson went on to say he's 52 years old now, and... It'll be his 30th start at the Masters. And he went on to say, everybody here is so classy. Gosh, it's been fun to be here. And, of course, uh, Rory McIlroy has been probably the toughest of anybody um, but he on Mickelson, but he said he was happy to see Mickelson. He said, I've not spoken to Phil, but it's great to see him back. You know he's a three-time champion here. We're not even two years removed from him doing what I believe is one of the greatest feats in the game of golf, winning the PGA Championship at 51 years of age or whatever it was. He said, it's good to have him back. Aaron, for you as a what I would call a casual golf fan, did you enjoy the 2019 return to glory of Ma- of of Tiger winning another Masters or Phil Mickelson? Now, now rule at think you know cancel all that you might be mad at him about the live tour and all the sal- his remarks. Throw that out of your mind because 
obviously when he won the PGA Championship, none of that had happened. Were you more excited, Aaron, as a casual golf fan, the Tiger Masters win or the Mickelson PGA Championship win? And I would also open this up to our listeners. We've got a lot of people who play golf and listen to us. 254-662-1660. Was it was it Tigers Masters after coming back? Well, that was before he had the accident. But it still was an amazing win. Or is it Phil in 2021 um, winning the PGA Championship? Aaron, what was it for you? Tiger. Tiger's, Tiger's Jordan. I mean, Phil is very popular. And I honestly could care less about him playing in the Live Tour, uh, but I mean he, his star has never been anywhere close to as bright as Tiger's, if that makes any sense. I mean Tiger's just transcends the game of golf. He had he got people to watch golf that never watched before, and I don't think Phil Mickelson ever did that. Well, I mean you're right about Tiger being the greatest and and certainly Phil Pell's in comparison but it had it was fun for Phil after going quite a few years without winning majors to finally start winning majors and then to do it into his 50s was amazing and Phil at some point you know Tiger is much more likable now he's more accessible I think to fame, I mean, I'm with you, Aaron. I mean, he, and he'll never be Jordan because only Jordan was Jordan, at least in my world. Now, I know you're not as big a Michael Jordan fan as I am, but Tiger, to my our generation, is everything, uh, golf-wise, for sure, and even more than that. And then, and you're right, he broke down barriers and brought people to golf that, uh, now, he didn't, you know, I, I think the thought was his father and everybody thought he would break down so many barriers, you would see more people of color on the tour. I can't say that that's ever totally happened. I still think there's a ton of barriers because it is an expensive game. I mean, can people um, that, that, that don't, aren't raised around country clubs – you know, can they come to golf? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There are ways, and Tiger has helped with that. But I do think any thought that there would be sort of this breakthrough of of way a, a lot more African American champion golfers and that kind of thing, I don't think that happened. But I do think, to your point, Aaron, it did open more doors and get people more people from different backgrounds interested in golf. Now Mickelson went on to say. It is my favorite week, so being here and being a part of it and being able to experience this great place and what it means is so fun because as a kid, you grow up dreaming about being a part of this. You dream of winning it, being in contention, and then when you are actually are a pro and you're playing here, you're like, wow, I want to be part of this every year. Now, tonight, I believe, uh, to, it, to, today is Tuesday, is the champion's dinner. And that means the previous champion, 
hosts the dinner, and that's Scotty Scheffler. And let's see what the menu is for tonight. Scheffler menu. Um, okay, this came out uh, earlier. Well, actually, in March. And okay, I've got the I've got it in front of me now. Let me see if I can enlarge this. Okay, here we go. All right, this is tonight's Masters Club dinner. To to attend this dinner, you have to have won a Masters. And I don't think I don't think it's like, hey, bring your significant other. I mean, I think this is just Masters, and this is served in honor of Mr. Scotty Scheffler. You get to name, of course, whatever is on the menu. All right? We've got cheeseburger sliders, served Scotty style. We've got firecracker shrimp. We have tortilla soup. We have a Texas ribeye steak or blackened redfish. You can go either way on that. And then family-style mac and cheese, jalapeno cream corn, fried Brussels sprouts, and seasoned fries. We finish this off with a warm chocolate chip skillet cookie. Milk and cookies ice cream. Now, I, I have to think that on a Tuesday night at the Masters Club dinner, there will be some drinks served as well, but that is not on the uh, menu. All right, I imagine they'll have whatever those you know, those guys want. They want an old fashioned or, or a uh, azalea drink or whatever. They'll they'll figure it out. Um, Aaron, what of what I just mentioned sounds good to you? All of it, or is there anything that jumps off the menu at you there? Oh, that's a pretty that, good spread. I. I like starting off with the sliders. Of course, uh-huh. I would make the entire meal that probably, but it all sounds pretty good. What about the shrimp? The firecracker shrimp? Are you? I would skip those. You're not a unless seafood they're guy. battered. Then you know, right. roll out some ketchup, and I'm in. <laughs> would you go the? Oh my lord! <laughs> would you go the Texas ribeye steak or the blackened redfish? What do you think? <laughs> Yeah, probably going to go with a steak, yeah, I would yeah. think. Got to go with the ribeye. That's where you and Tom are alike. I don't think y'all uh, – Tom is a – I mean, I think he'll do a, a, a burger, and I think he'll maybe do some, like, pork, but no fish and maybe not even chicken. Tom is a very – he's got a very – I mean – He's got kind of a. Uh, I think he has an aversion to cheese too. I may be thinking oh, of somebody else, but I no, think it's chicken and no. cheese, and I'm I just couldn't understand it. Oh, I may or may oh. not have called him a communist at one point. Let's pray for him. Oh gosh, <laughs> let's not do any Dave calling here. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and well, one of our great all-time sponsors is back. And he happened to be a former Baylor basketball great. And he's the newest sponsor of Campus Confidential. The legendary Jim Turner returns to the Mosley Show next. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in from Westwood One Radio, Ted Emmerich. Ted, good morning. 
that's where the tournament has gone. Yeah, 15 seed can not just make it to the second weekend, but even go all the way to the Elite Eight. And again, it's a 15 next to the name. Who cares? Even a 16. Now that we've seen it twice, beating a one, it's not like there is full-fledged parity, but it's certainly a lot more wide open than it used to be. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Emerson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weintz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. UConn Huskies win their fifth national championship, 67-59 over San Diego State. Texas Rangers lose their first game of the season to Baltimore 2-0. Rangers in Baltimore again tonight. Andrew Henney on the bump for the Rangers. 7:05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor baseball tonight from Baylor Ballpark hosting Stephen F. Austin. 6:30 first pitch, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball, L.J. Cryer has entered the transfer portal. LSU's 102-8. 85 victory over Iowa in Sunday's national championship game was the most viewed NCAA women's basketball game of all time with 9.9 million viewers on ABC. Dallas Mavericks looking to shut down Luka and Kyrie for the last three games of the season and try to save a draft pick for the Mavs. Dallas hosts Sacramento tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. 
It is Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Campus Confidential coming up at 440 today. Right now we have Jim Turner on from Jim Turner Chevrolet, played at Baylor. You know him well. Jim, it's uh, it's great to have you on. And by the way, how about our uh, our Texas Rangers? You spent many a day out there. I was out there opening day. Uh, longtime uh, Rangers owner for people that don't know that uh, Jim's been involved with the team. Boy, he's served in so many ways and and uh, has been a huge part of the Rangers organization as well as all his support of Baylor. Jim, a sweep of the Phillies. Now, that was a good way to start a baseball season. Well, hello, Matt. What a what a great start, <laughs> wasn't it, from what we've had? Three, three wins against the Phillies, which, uh, you know, won the uh, NL division last year, so uh, that was a great way to start, and I'm on my way right now to see us beat Baltimore. Oh man, I love it! <laughs> now, all right, what do you? Um, this new place, boy, it has a different feel to it, doesn't it? The other day, they start with it open on opening day, and then next thing you know, <clears throat> it's closed. And of course, that turned out to be a pretty good omen because the Rangers got rolling with a nine-run uh, bottom of the fourth inning. Which was uh, which was a lot of fun. How have you, Jim? I'm sure you love the uh, the the former ba- or the ballpark that's still standing over there. But uh, what do you right. think of the the new ballpark? And have you enjoyed it? Oh, I tell you, it's tremendous, and it was great that our fans got to see the closing of the roof the other night and how smooth that went. Uh, and it's great. I love the old ballpark. But this one is just so great, and uh, it's topped off not only by all the amenities in the park, but also the great uh, ability to watch uh, a game in the summer with the roof closed and enjoy it. All right. I made my way into the first base club the other day, Jim, and uh, I'm not quite used to all the amenities that – that you're very accustomed to at those games, so you can imagine me attacking that buffet in there. And uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, a lot well, of fried I, I stuff. <laughs> Julie, Julie is glad they've got that buffet because she doesn't have to worry about dinner for me any night. There's a ball game, so that works out good for everybody. <laughs> so it's yeah. tremendous. But yeah, uh, we had a great opening day crowd and. Uh, for the whole weekend and it's just a great way and you see the you see the changes in the ball club and uh new manager uh all the way down so it just everything's great and going well and i, I think we'll get a win tonight against the orioles yeah the best pitching performance of the season happens and that's the only game they've lost so far jim that's how baseball right. goes or, or right. go that's is exactly is uh right. Yeah, as Ron Washington used to say. Uh, talking to Jim Turner on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Jim, you were, I could see you on TV. You were at the women's Final Four. And what a one to attend. I mean, the ratings. Well, Did I you see? What, oh, man. That was that was tremendous. Yeah, I was there for both the games. And uh, what great attendance and great uh, enthusiasm by the fans uh not only from dallas but from all the visiting schools but i think that just shows you where uh women's basketball is moving up in the world and you see it there and you see it in our attendance in the wnba too with the wings 
Yeah, it's uh, and that Caitlin Clark was uh, that was amazing. Have you ever seen somebody have? I mean, that was one of the great uh, performances ever in NCAA tournament right. history. All the way through, she kept doing that. Forty-one points. I mean, we were almost shocked, weren't we, to see her in the second quarter the other night actually only have what four to six points or something. Uh, that that exactly. felt like. <laughs> She's a she's a one of a kind player. She's an amazing shooter and a great passer and a good teammate. And uh, just watching her was worth the price of admission. So she's uh, she's going to do well. I guess she'll be back next year. So the fans, uh, college fans, get to enjoy her one more year before she goes to the WNBA. Now, do you ever give Kim Bulky any feedback on her outfits? Do you or Julie? Uh, I mean, she she's turned a lot of heads and, and got a lot of attention. But boy, that that national title, and of course, we a lot of us are happy for Kim. I think Baylor fans, some Baylor fans, feel a little conflicted. But those of us who've known her for a long time and have been friends with her, I think you know, we're obviously, very happy for her. But boy, she right. she does not uh, hold back, does she, when it comes to the the <laughs> sideline what what did you and julie think of that uh the tiger pantsuit that she had on the other day i'll tell you what that was something wasn't it and to answer your question no i do not give her any feedback she doesn't need any she's one of a kind as well and i want to tell you matt kim monkey is the only coach in america that could pull off in two years at lsu what she's pulled off yeah i mean that that was uh it's kind of uh, amazing. You know, she didn't love yeah. that transfer thing, did she, when she was at Baylor at one point. And then finally it kind of started happening more and more. And when we, when she got Chloe at Baylor and we won that national title, I think, right. in fact, Chloe Jackson may have come, now that I'm thinking about it, came from LSU, right? One of those, one of those transfers. Right. Yeah, came over from LSU and helped her win a national title. Was it, Jim, was it weird for y'all to be there and obviously you remain great friends with Kim but to be rooting for not only Kim but her representing another school did it did it feel strange or what was that what was that experience like yeah it was very strange obviously we're obviously our heart is in Baylor but we like Kim and you know since Baylor wasn't there uh, we had to have a team, and she was obviously the team. And I think we just marvel at how she, in two years, could take a team that uh, couldn't make the NCAA and take them all the way to the national championship, Matt. Just think about that. How many schools worked years and, and to try to get there, and she did it and won it all in two years. That's just its amazing. What she's done, I think, again, she's the only one that could do it that I know of. So we're happy I, for her. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, and uh, as only Kim could, she then also had a billboard. In, uh, <laughs> Jim, were you? did you get to see the uh, billboard that she put up in Waco? And, as I you might not, imagine. No, I did that, not okay. get to see the billboard. Yeah, that got some uh, interesting feedback from the Baylor folks. But I, I do hope, you know, one day, Jim, after everything is finished and she's retired, I hope ba uh, surely Baylor people can uh, be so appreciative of everything that she did. Right. But it, you can understand right now the feelings, I think, are still a little bit raw for some people and, and how it ended and all of that. But uh, I'm glad you all were there. And uh, I know you all have met. I mean, you had a big hand in – but not only Scott coming to Baylor, 
But, boy, you were right there when Kim came in. Uh, Isn't it interesting that they both had so much success, and you probably could not have, Jim, two more different people, just in in how they kind of – their personalities are so different. But both their personalities and their approaches work, Uh, and I guess it just proves there's more than one way to do this. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we we really got lucky with both of them, and – so it's uh, they, you know, it takes uh, beat to a different drummer sometime, but it works for both of them, and uh, we're proud of both of them. All right. Well, what now? What? Tell me about uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet right now. April has started. I mean, every month right. seems to be truck month. Uh, we you always right. have some unbelievable <laughs> trucks out there, and and so. Right. But I am kind of curious as we're getting started right. here in April. Yep. Anything, anything that's uh, going on out there, Jim, that we should know about? What? Yeah, that's uh, you're right. Uh, the reason you see mo- so much advertising on Truck Month for Chevrolet right now is we've got inventory. We've got <laughs> lots of new uh, Silverados uh, on the lot, and we didn't have that, uh, you know, a year ago. So it's so exciting, Matt, to be able to uh, have inventory that our customers want and not have to, you know, order them something or they have to wait. They're, they're right on the lot. They can come in. The Jim Turner Chevrolet there on 84 and McGregor and pick out the Silverado they want. And we've also got a great selection now of uh, used vehicles are pre-owned. So we're ready to go and we're advertising and you see, you hear it all the time. You hear Derek uh, on the radio for us locally. So we've got lots of inventory, good deals. Uh, we'll take good care of you, and uh, our motto, we'll treat you like family, is more than a motto. I think people uh, that come to uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet enjoy the experience because there's no pressure. So come on out and see us and pick you out a, a new or pre-owned Silverado or another vehicle of your choice. I like that. I think um, I think that resonates with folks. I think you have your own billboards uh, that people right. uh, recognize and see that and uh uh, yeah, tell Kim not to try to take any of your billboards, okay, Jim? Let- hey, I, I wouldn't let her do that. <laughs> okay, Matt. Yeah, okay. And, and by the way, congrats on uh, – uh, we're, we're happy to have you with Campus Confidential. And uh, that's going to be every single day at 440. It's a very popular – segment for us and i did want to make that announcement while i had you here that uh, yeah, jim turner right. chevrolet will be the uh, presenting sponsor there of campus confidential so i i appreciate you jim well we appreciate you and you do a great job for us and uh, we love this your program and so we're happy to be associated with you matt we don't just put our name with anybody so we're happy to have be a partner with you thank you very much you bet. There he goes, Jim Turner. Jim Turner Chevrolet. Aaron, did you hear that? They don't just, not just with anybody. They they have attached themselves to the Mosley Show. And by the way, we have Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor. They do our graphics. They're so unbelievable. Brian Fonville, the Nesbitt family. I mean, the whole gang. Uh, and uh, it's just, it's a fun, fun group. And then before Central National Bank came along, Jim Turner Chevrolet was my first uh, presenting sponsor of the Mosley Show. And they uh, sponsor a lot of our fun trips that we take. And now they are back to be a part of Campus Confidential. 
And uh, that is uh, Aaron, I'm sure, has it all has it all planned today for 440, but it's nice to have our uh, a sponsor for that. Um, boy, I tell you, it's uh, yesterday, phone lines and everything lit up. We're not going to beat this over the head. Um, I mean, it was an interesting story over the weekend. I will say, Aaron, real quick, though, on the men's side, UConn, basically, I was glad San Diego State made a little bit of a run and finally got that thing to about, oh, I think they might have climbed back into about 55 to 50, made a bit of a game of it with five or six minutes left. But uh, UConn, I, I don't totally understand the UConn program. It's pretty wild. Calhoun was great. And then they they were out in the wilderness a little bit. Kevin Ollie came in there. He wins one in 2014. But then they go out in the wilderness again, and they're just kind of, I don't know, they end up, I think they were in the American Athletic Conference, and they're back at the Big East. Um, I mean, wait, where is UConn, Aaron? Big East, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's just a, it's been a strange journey. But every few years, they show up and they win a national title. And this year, they were just at flat out dominant in doing so. And I like San Diego State, and boy, they play a great brand of defense. But that guy who had been sick in the in the semifinal game, Aaron, I believe his last name is Clark. He's going to be a I don't know if he's a lottery pick. He's a first round NBA pick, so he'll be gone from UConn. Think about that though, Danny Hurley who's always been in the shadows of his brother Bobby Hurley and his father Bob Hurley, who's one of the most famous high school coaches of all time, kind of bounced around, was here and there, played at Seton Hall, certainly wasn't as good as his brother. Always Bobby Hurley has gotten more attention than his younger brother. He's just about a year or two behind his uh, younger than his brother. He's 50 years old. Bobby's 51 or 52. And he's a strange cat. I mean, he kind of is funny. He makes fun of himself. He's kind of self-deprecating, kind of funny in those glasses. I mean, he's a different sort of guy. He's not your typical coach, kind of makes fun of himself and everything. Aaron, that was a monster team he put together. Like, in the NIL and transfer portal world that we live in, you can put that kind of team together. You can you can show up as a four seed and then hammer your way through this tournament. Aaron, that's the reason why in this this year more than ever, the one seed, though I love it when Baylor's a one seed, don't get me wrong, but one seed, four seed, five seed, I mean 15 seed when you talk about Princeton, 16 seed when you talk about that other team, Fairley Dickinson or Farley Dickinson winning one. I mean, it's unbelievable. It doesn't – the seeding does not always matter. And UConn – Aaron, I bet they were picked – if they're a four seed, that means, you know, they're on down a ways. So what, let's say they're 15th or 16th best team in the estimation of, the, uh, um, of, of, of everybody picking these things, 17, whatever. At one point this year they were doing great. And then they just go out there and, and just dominate the entire tournament. The only time they were truly pushed, it was the first half against Iona, coached by Rick Pitino. Aaron, I this is one thing. We might even bring this up again in Campus Confidential, which we're about to get to. Did you happen to see the uh, note they put out today of who they – I mean, and again, it's 
it's an exciting. I like it when they they have these tournaments like at Madison Square Garden, like a non-conference, you know, pre-conference tournaments that they um, <laughs> that they do. Did you happen to see? I saw the, your like retweet. The, yeah. Okay. The powerhouse I, uh, of Louisville program that they're putting in. And with yeah, all those other, I, I mean, these are all like big time UConn winning a national title. Indiana, blue blood, you know, went to the tournament this year, had a pretty good year. Indiana was pretty strong this year. University of Texas, elite eight. I mean, say what you will about them, but Rodney Terry, man, he took over a, in a weird time and he took them a long way. And the fourth team in this thing is Louisville. Aaron, care to tell the folks what Louisville's overall record was this year? Do you know that off the top of your head? I don't. The Louisville Cardinal, or the Cardinals, went 4-28 and this year. They did manage to win two conference games, which made them 2-18, and okay, in conference play this year. Nice job, guys. Where are they now, Aaron? Is that ACC, Louisville? I have trouble keeping up with some of this realignment yes. over the years. <laughs> Louisville went to the ACC. And at the time, I was thinking the Big 12 really goofed there. Big 12 ends up with West Virginia, and Louisville wanted to be in the Big 12, and the Big 12 said no. And then they got West Virginia, which is like, I mean, planes, trains, and automobiles to get there. Nobody can get to West Virginia. I mean, Morgantown. It's a big, dang near impossible. All right? You got to charter a flight, and then they don't even have airstrips big enough to land out there. You got to go into, like, White Sulphur or something. It's White Sulphur Springs. Is that a place? I think it is. It's somewhere in West Virginia. So a weird announcement today that you get three big-time programs and a program that is coming off a four-win season. Eric, can you imagine somebody going 4 and 28 at a at a, a a blue blood type program like Louisville and keeping his job? That is exactly what and maybe they're giving him the benefit of the doubt that that uh our, the our man, you know, left it in such shambles, Patino. Patino's already had two jobs since then though. Uh Kenny Payne is the coach there, and I think he was with Calipari for years at Memphis and then Kentucky, all right? And, and for whatever reason, he, he gets to keep his job after going 4-28. and 28. Now, sometimes things do happen. Like it, uh, Scott's brother, when he was at Vandy, Bryce, had lost an NBA talent, like a lottery, like the top five lottery pick right before the season and had an awful year. And I thought he should have gotten another chance. But whatever, things happen and people lose their jobs. It is the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas and Campus Confidential, sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet, is next. Follow the Texas Rangers in 2023 on ESPN Central Texas. That one is hammered to left field. He turns, he looks, that ball up and out of here. Josh Young was able to drive it into the Mariners' bullpen. Swing and a miss at a fastball 99 miles per hour from DeGrom, his third strikeout. Duran, a golf swing high in the air to left center. Pache turns, out of here. Texas Rangers baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8880. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, you're invited to try out the Central Texas-style flavors at Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue is a family-owned roadside barbecue joint with a heavy focus on quality, consistency, and customer service. Everything is scratch-made in-house and cut to order. You might wait in line a little longer, and you might pay a little extra, but once you've had it, you'll understand. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show, Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. Also, they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's right, 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure to check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct espn radio sports center I'm Ward Weintz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. UConn Huskies win their fifth national championship 67-59 over San Diego State. Texas Rangers lose their first game of the season to Baltimore 2-0. Rangers in Baltimore again tonight. Andrew Henney on the bump for the Rangers. 7:05 first pitch and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor baseball tonight from Baylor Ballpark hosting Stephen F. Austin. 6:30 first pitch and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball LJ Cryer has entered the transfer portal. LSU's 102 
85 victory over Iowa in Sunday's national championship game was the most viewed NCAA women's basketball game of all time with 9.9 million viewers on ABC. Dallas Mavericks looking to shut down Luka and Kyrie for the last three games of the season and try to save a draft pick for the Mavs. Dallas hosts Sacramento tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Great to be with you today. Getting ready for Masters Week. It is Masters Week. It's Tuesday. It starts Thursday. Tomorrow's the uh, part three. We're going to have a great time, and I cannot wait. It's just going to be a uh, tremendous time. I can just kind of hear the music playing that plays on CBS. Now, Thursday and Friday, we'll see this on uh, on ESPN. And then the weekend, it'll be CBS. And um, this is a good time to have ESPN Plus because you get some, you'll get some featured folks on that front nine. And on Thursday, I think I saw that Tiger, they announced the uh, tee times. And I think he goes off at about 940 or 950 on Thursday morning. Yeah, i got to remember if that's Eastern time or Central time. We'll check. We'll double-check that. But he goes off, you know, sometime in the 9 o'clock hour on Thursday. And ah, who's he playing with? I just was so I was so focused on Tiger that I think I, think I forgot to even see who was in his group. But uh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun as we get the Masters, a tradition unlike any other. Aaron, by the way, wasn't it sad to say good night, goodbye to Nance last night? I thought that was kind of nice of Nance. They tried to, in the final moments of the game, tried to, or like after everybody's celebrating, tried to, you know, um, uh, say something about him. And he said, no, let's keep the focus on. He said, I appreciate you guys. Let's keep the focus on the players. I like that. I thought, I thought that was a nice touch by Jim Nance. Aaron, what do you uh, have for us in today's Campus Confidential, sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. We will start with uh, some breaking news. Former University of Alabama basketball player Darius Miles pleaded not guilty to capital murder today after he was accused of providing the gun used in a fatal shooting near campus. Miller, 21, of Washington, D.C., entered the plea earlier today. Uh, excuse me, Miles, not Miller. Miller is yeah, Miles. Uh, 21 of Washington, D.C., entered the plea today. The former junior reserve and Michael Lynn Davis are charged with capital murder in the January shooting death of 23-year-old Jamia Harris. The shooting occurred on the Strip, a student-oriented business district near the Tuscaloosa campus. Defense mm-hmm. lawyers suggested in an earlier court hearing that the two were reacting defensively following an altercation with a young man in Harris's group. Yeah, um... You know when you when you start, and and again that'll be the defense if they don't plead out or if this gets to trial, is that they were responding and and it was self defense and um, no matter what a uh, a young mother is uh, is no longer with us and that's the uh, the tragedy. In this story, it's also a tragedy that uh, there could be some 
folks that uh, young people before their lives ever get started could be put away forever. But it's a it's a uh, a lesson in I mean you know you're out there you get involved in something things escalate and in this case whoever fired the shots the player from Alabama was in the car that's not being disputed and was at the scene and all of that and um, Alabama did not handle this whole thing very well and uh, it's uh, it comes on the heels of another big time SEC athlete in football having a very public arrest and being involved in uh, in a tragedy so it, it really uh, it's really senseless but uh, Aaron the Alabama basketball team I don't really think we'll be uh, we'll be hearing from them as a number one seed again I do think that guy's a really good coach but sometimes you get those once in a lifetime players and Brandon Miller was that guy but uh, the truth of the matter is once he got into the tournament he wasn't quite the same player that even I mean that that guy even with all the stuff swirling around him put up huge numbers down the stretch but he got the tournament and he didn't perform and Alabama was bounced and I think most of America was just fine with that. Been a lot of talk about whether having Cinderella's in the Final Four would have negatively affect the ratings. Well, the ratings are out, and it kind of did, I guess. Saturday's Final Four games, both of them averaged 12.34 million viewers, down 17% from last year. But the San Diego State-Florida Atlantic game that opened up the Saturday slate had a 6.0 rating, 11.9 million viewers. That's up 5% in ratings and 2% in viewership from Kansas-Villanova last year. The other semifinal game was down from last year, but they were up against the Duke-North Carolina matchup, which is pretty much going to get ratings better than any other college basketball game in the country, I believe. So, uh, what was the number for the championship game in terms of how many million watched it? They still haven't released it for the championship game yet, just for the two final four matchups. And, and say them again. What were the what was the uh, what were the where did it was the the number? Where did it end up? How many million? Eleven point nine. And uh, UConn and Miami actually had more viewers, twelve point eight million, but there was just more people. Watching North Carolina and Duke last year, seventeen point six million. Uh huh. So the ratings were, huh? Yeah, I mean that's, that's a big. That that was an enormous number, and you're like you say that, but that is because of the two blue blood programs, the whole Coach K uh, uh, aspect of that. It, that all of that was enormous, but I still think. <clears throat> It's amazing because those games were last night were on CBS. I don't think even now uh, CBS to ESPN is a is apples to apples. I mean, I still think you know more. You're gonna just obviously have a whole lot more screens if you're on one of those big networks. But it just to me is still amazing that the women got 10 million on ESPN 
in a day game, in an afternoon game. And again, I don't, nobody's really been able to explain to me, you know, why, why did ESPN, why would they put that game at 2.30 in the afternoon, the <laughs> women's national championship game? You know why? Because they had ESPN Sunday night baseball at, at 6 o'clock Central, 7 o'clock Eastern. That is a paid huge partnership with Major League Baseball. But you can't tell me that MLB for one night couldn't have either been on ESPN2 or something. Because I'm thinking that same Caitlin Clark versus LSU and Kim Mulkey, if they put it in prime time, 6 or 7 o'clock on ESPN, that, that draws $14 million. Instead of uh, 10 million, and 10 million, by the way, is a huge number, and it peaked at like 11.6 or 12 million. But uh, hey, we're making progress. I think finally some of these networks are understanding that people enjoy women's um, sports and will watch it, and it bears it, it bears itself out even when you talk about like postseason uh, college World Series softball does big numbers uh, uh it, it you know women's athletics and women's basketball especially and, and by the way it's way bigger deal than the wnba like even during the regular season to me if i if i've got the opportunity to watch a really good matchup between say like a a, a uconn and lsu or something like that or south carolina or baylor whoever i'm gonna watch that way before I'm going to watch the Liberty and the Wings get it on. And no offense, sound like Jim Turner must have some ownership stake in the Wings as well, the Dow- the uh, the Dallas outfit of the uh, in the WNBA. Man, he's got his he's got his hands into everything. It's amazing. All right, Aaron, what else do you have for us, sir? A day after LJ Cryer entered the transfer portal, Baylor Basketball Junior Center, Zach Loveday, has done the same. Loveday, a seven-foot center from Ohio who was a national ESPN National Top 100 recruit out of high school, appeared in 25 games over two seasons with the Bears. He appeared in 13 games during the national championship run, but has played sparingly and averaged just over like a point mm-hmm. and a rebound per game. Yeah, I think, I think the program – We'll, we'll be fine, and I see people on Twitter. I saw somebody saying, what's going on behind the scenes? It's causing all this. Well, listen, Love Day, Baylor was great to him, and he was great, and he was very supportive uh, and great, I'm sure, great attitude and practice. But, I mean, for three seasons, he didn't really play. And same thing for Jordan. And I hope they find somewhere – where they can make a bigger impact and get some minutes. That was never going to happen at Baylor. And so, you know, I don't know what happened when in the recruiting process that made Baylor think that, you know, you never know. I mean, because some of those guys were teammates of uh, other great players, like uh, Jordan was at Sunrise Christian. And then, of course, Kendall Brown from Sunrise Christian ended up on the Baylor campus. You never know what the reasons are for these things. How, uh, but these guys were great members of the program. They won a national title, and you wish them well. But that's not – I mean, this is – you can't compare this to, um, you know, losing an L.J. Cryer. 
who obviously scored 30 in the losing effort NCAA tournament and is one of the purest shooters in the country. He'll have numerous opportunities. The more you read about this, the more you think or hear about it that for whatever reason, LJ was just not that happy or, or, you know, he just felt like he needed a change. And, you know, he had injury issues. He was not always available because of all the stuff he had with his foot. And that's okay, man. These things don't always. It's very, very rare Baylor loses a player they don't want to lose. It's extremely rare. And I'm not saying they want to lose these other guys. I'm just saying they knew Matthew Meyer was leaving. They knew why. They already had his replacement. I don't I don't sense that that's the case here, although I don't think there's any shock involved. This may have been coming on for a while, and I don't sense any shock from the Bears. And now you go out and you find uh, the great thing about the portal is, my gosh, I mean, I, I saw today, Avery, uh, Avery Anderson from Oklahoma State ends up in the portal. Uh, really good guard. Uh, Abmus, the, uh, the great Mad Max from ORU in the portal. I mean, these are great, great players. I mean, Abmus especially from, from Oral Roberts. And so there is the ability to go bring in some great players via the the um, the portal. All right, it's the uh, via via. I kind of I like via. I like when people say via. Uh, okay, it's the uh, Matt Mosley show. Whoa, here's a guy. Here's an old friend. We're gonna do some chilling with Quillen, Curtis Quillen, the sports director at KCEN Channel Six. He joins us next. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell, and good friends gathered round. The good old days of being. Have you noticed that most ice cream has now come in smaller cartons? Not Bluebell. We're still making a full half gallon and a full pint of tasty goodness. Bluebell wouldn't have it any other way. The good old days are being made right now. for Bluebell Ice Cream at Mr. Snow Ice Cream Shops and David's Supermarket in Whitney. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre, state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians and welders. They offer great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location at 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. 
ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu. A delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, proud today, 5 o'clock. Man, I've been teasing this, been excited. It is Curtis Quillen. Chilling with Quillen. Man, I, I always uh, I love it when I hear the, uh, the, the, the oh, man, Chilling with Quillen. Now Did time for Chilling with Quillen oh. on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, there it is. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Aaron dropped it right in there, uh, and I like it. And uh, Curtis, I know, my gosh, you got various broadcasts that you're getting ready for. Uh, how are you today? And have you have you checked out the portal to see if anybody? Uh, I mean, since you last looked, there's a uh, there's another player that's in the portal. But uh, how's the how how are you doing this afternoon? You know, no, no surprises in the portal. I'm, I'm a little, I'm still a little emotional. The Jim Nance, thank you for being my friend, got to me last night because, you know, Jim <laughs> Nance is the, the 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 voice of my favorite sport on the planet. Hello, um, friends. Hello, friends. And, yeah, and when he ended it last night, thank you for being my friend. It got me a little bit. Uh, I'll be I'll be man enough to admit it, but. Uh, other than that, man, uh, no surprises, which is a good thing. All right. Well, I was surprised yesterday. I love how everybody is kind of, uh, you know, when these things happen sometimes, you know how that is in the media. We go, oh, yeah, I've been hearing that. I've been hearing that. I always say, well, why didn't you let us know? Why didn't you let us know if, you, if you'd if you been hearing it for months or whatever? But uh, that, that's, uh, that crier, that's a rare deal for Baylor. For, for a player of that level who just scored 30 in the NCAA tournament, you do not normally see that caliber or type of player enter the portal uh, leaving Baylor. In fact, it, it really hasn't happened. Some people might say Matthew Meyer, but 
They had already had his replacement. It was sort of worked out and, and agreed with the team. Now, what we don't know is maybe that's the same way with LJ. Maybe behind closed doors over the last couple of weeks after the season, you know, he's been talking and he told them. And, and unfortunately, these things have a way of slipping out. And uh, reports came out. And I don't think maybe LJ wanted it out there quite as much. But um, I'll tell you, Curtis, that's a, that's, a, that's a tough one for the Bears. And I, everybody, you know, kind of say, oh, there's the portal, there's the portal. But, I mean, and maybe they will find somebody really good. But this is not just a dial-up, oh, we can, you can find a great uh, uh, three-point shooter on every corner. I don't, I don't know if I subscribe to that. You know, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna agree with you and uh, and say an and at the end of it. So I agree with you that it is rare for Baylor to lose a player like this to the portal, but it is also becoming increasingly normal for this to happen in college basketball. Sometimes people don't like uh, the fit. Maybe LJ felt like he and again, what I'm about to say is entirely speculative, right? So this is not reporting. This is. I don't know what's going on. This is just something that I think might have been part of the conversation. Maybe LJ wants to be a number one option on offense and doesn't feel like that's in the cards of Baylor for reason X or reason Y. Again, entirely speculative. But look at the way that Kevin McCullough wound up at Kansas. He declared for the draft, he maintained his college eligibility, and he went into the portal, all three at the same time. The only thing that was really weird, and I said this last night when I reported it in my 10 o'clock sportscast, the only thing out of the ordinary besides the place is the timing. Normally, it's not five days between doing one and the other. It's, hey, I'm declaring for the draft. I'm maintaining my college eligibility, and all options are on the table, meaning a return is also up on the table. And so, yeah, that's a huge loss if LJ leaves. But, I mean, you look at what's coming in, and maybe, again, speculating again, Maybe they're excited about what they've got coming in. Maybe they think that's a better answer to make another deep run in March. So there's a lot that we don't know yet. Mm. Uh, but I wasn't as caught off guard by LJ's announcement yes, or by the news about LJ yesterday as some others uh, at least seem to be. Yeah, but not based on what you had been hearing, based on what you're saying, is, what you're seeing in college basketball. Is right. that is that a, fair to say? Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, it's um, it, it's interesting because he is a tremendous shooter, and and I think that's a hard thing to feel. But there's some great uh, players out there, isn't it? Interesting that you immediately start thinking of where he could end up. I mean, I'd hate to see him end up at one of these places in the uh, the Big Twelve. But I mean, who's great at landing portal players? Well, Jerome is. Uh, obviously Grant McCaslin's going to have to hit the ground running and get some players in the portal because there are some players leaving Lubbock. And so that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting. I mean, I, I, this is this conference, everything about it. The, the, the last few days, by the way, women's college basketball, Curtis, I don't, I can't remember. I remember some things where UConn got knocked off several years ago by, uh, Mississippi State, I think it was. In fact, Schaefer may have been coaching there, and they had a little uh, point guard named Mo. That was a big moment and, and because everybody, UConn, was not ever used to being beat. They won year after year after year. 
But what we saw in Caitlin Clark's run and in those games, the final four semifinals and then the final, Curtis, that was different than any of these one-offs we've kind of seen in recent years. This was this sort of had it all and quite honestly was more interesting than the men's final four. Uh, in, in just my my opinion, you may not have had that experience, but I, I, I think it's rare and I think it's great for the women's game that we honestly maybe enjoyed the women's game more than the men's final four. And part of that is going to be that there's bigger brands in the women's final four this year. So that's part of what's great for the sport. Um, you know, if you listen to Gary Parrish and Matt Norlander at CBS talk about it on the Ion College Basketball podcast, the men's final four, they're like, yeah, the TV numbers aren't going to be great. This is good for the sport. But, like, on a grand scheme of things, when you're not getting eyeballs on the on the final weekend of the sport, you're going to have an argument that that's a bad thing for the sport. And that's kind of what we saw with the men's final four in this debate as the women's final four, just the storylines were there. You had star power on every single one of those teams. You had great coaching on every single one of those teams. You had the national player of the year in the national championship game. You had uh, a a great game, an entertaining game, a high-scoring game. Yeah, the women's Final Four was electric this year. Um, And that's a great thing for the sport. And having, you know, um, having the coaching matchups that you had in that game, right? Like, that helps in this. That helps with some of these storylines that help with ratings, that help with building the game. The women's final four could not have gone off better if they had tried. I truly don't believe. I truly don't believe that it could have, and I think that that's a wonderful thing for women's college basketball. Yeah, and the multi factor was huge. It's rare that a coach is such an enormous storyline, but that was the case. Um, Curtis, the billboard that she put in Waco. Uh, I don't know if you had a chance to. Uh, I'm sure you all got footage of that or or went out there and Mm -hmm. took some shots of that. Um, I thought maybe you would do one of your live reports just from right out there (laughs) under under the sign. You're you're a man about town. You like to check in, hear from the people, emailing and all that kind of stuff. What What did you sense was the Baylor fandom? Do you think it was... You know, pretty. Uh, there's some people that still happy to see Kim win her fourth title, or do you think it's still so raw? A lot of people were rooting against her. What What did you? And then the billboard, you throw that in. Obviously, that was kind of a. In, in a you know how much I love Kim, but man, that was a, that was an in your face oh, type yeah. deal. And I said that by the way to her when we were eating at the Wing Bucket the other day on fr- the Friday of the uh, semifinal. I said Kim, I because she was saying the same stuff about, you know, oh, she's got a house there, this and that. Her coaches love Waco. She did that because of how much she loves, still loves Waco and all that. And I'm, I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. You're, you're doing that to stick it to certain people. And, and right. anyway, I, I had that conversation directly with her. So I don't ever try to, like, talk behind her back or anything. But uh, that I'm just wondering how you sense Baylor people – feel about all of this and especially given the fact that it happened right down the road that added another layer to this oh yeah the fact that it, it happened in dallas i had a, a college basketball source reach out to me and said anyone checked in on mac Rhodes tonight um because th- they were wondering what was happening with him as she won a national championship in dallas an hour and 40 minutes up the road and look the billboard 
Yes, the billboard was was petty, but sports petty is the best kind of petty. I love sports petty. But there, it was also, and I think you kind of hinted at this, Kim Mulkey is calculated. She Everything that she does has a purpose. And that billboard served its purpose. There's half of the Baylor fan base that misses her, wants her back, and maybe blames Mac Rhodes for what happened, for her leaving. Then there's half of the fan base that thinks that Kim's a traitor for walking out on everything that she built at Baylor. And I think, you know, one of the things they teach us in journalism school, there's three sides to every story. There's this side, that side, and it's somewhere in the middle is the truth. And the thing that I think people need to remember is for everyone who's blaming the boss or everyone who's blaming the employee is there's a boss and an employee in every boss-employee relationship. There's two people there. And so one of them gets final say on certain things, and we all have to accept that when we take jobs. I love my news director. He's an amazing leader. I don't agree with everything we do, but I don't have to. I'm a human. There are, and there are some decisions that are out of my control. That said, he and I have a wonderful working relationship, and that's why I've been here at KCEN so, so long. Kim left for whatever reasons she left for. And there are people who were really, really sad and really, really hurt to see LSU win a national championship so quickly. And there were people who were happy for Kim that that happened. And, yeah, they wish it would have been their green and gold alma mater. But there are two sides to this saga. And only, and I will say, only one of them is in front of a microphone every week. Mm-hmm. Well, they're both in front of microphones quite often, quite honestly, the two sides. Yeah, but one's not in a press conference setting answering uh, or, or just blatantly <laughs> turning conversations toward it. Oh, okay. Okay, I was going to say, they both have pretty good access to mics from what I've, what I've uh, been accustomed to. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, I think Mac has one of the safest jobs in the country right now. Right. I mean, he, right. he, got, he got like that. a 10-year contract extension or whatever, so I think he's fine. I do think this provided, you know, the Scotch national title, uh, the men's national title, and then, of course, football had that great magical season. That provided some cover for the whole fiasco, you know, that, again, I don't care whose fault it was. I mean, it was crazy to see that happen, right? And so, in a way, this this is all feels real fresh because of what she just did. And, yeah. and the fact that basketball ended, you know, too quickly again, uh, the women obviously were like six in the conference. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors to this, but um, yeah. but but the people asking about Mac, Mac's fine. Like Mac, I mean, this just I don't know if he would say this, but I mean, my gosh, Mac, Mac was ready. She had an opportunity, and he and he was not going to go do flips to make her stay. I mean, right. they. I mean, from what I could tell. She maybe, you know, I mean, she, both sides were sick of each other. It's like a divorce. They needed to kind of move on. I just think it's tough when the one side rebounds that quickly <laughs> in a divorce and goes and, and wins. Point, there's not a guarantee yeah. that if Matt gives Kim everything she asked for, she stays. 
they she they could have rolled out the red card before, and she might have still gone to LSU because of whatever issue she had. And one of the things that was reported, and I don't know how we can confirm this as reporters, but it was reported that there is a lucrative retirement package for state employees in Louisiana when you hit 20 years in the higher education system. Well, she's already done 15 when she left Baylor. This is year 17 that she just finished with a national championship. And so who's to say that no matter what happens, she doesn't leave. But also on the flip side of it, like you said, they were, I mean, by all accounts, they were kind of growing sick of one another. And so who's to say that she doesn't, who's to say she doesn't stay if they roll out everything. And who's to say that maybe the LSU thing doesn't fall apart. Maybe the LSU thing falls apart at some point. She stays in Waco anyway. Or maybe they roll out the red carpet and she still goes to LSU. You heard what she said about. She heard. You heard what she said about that AD. He stays out of the way. I mean, who says that about their boss? He stays out of the way. And and, then she went on to say behind her too. (laughs) That's right. So anyway, but I I made this point yesterday with Bryce. I mean, it just it changed on her, and so it's. It's both sides. There's probably some blame, but to Kim, she had Ian McCall talk about staying out of her way. I mean, part of kind of what got away from the Baylor athletic department, Ian just had a completely different leadership style and he knew, Hey, she's a, she's a legend. She may be, you know, she wants this and wants that and wants everything, but she wins national titles. I'm, I am going to stay out of her way and let her run things the way she sees fit. That was one style of leadership. Mac was like, uh, uh-uh, we're not doing this. I mean, everybody has to get, I mean, I don't care how much money you make. Y'all all report to me. And boy, she wasn't used to that. And no. I, you got to, he had the backbone honestly to tell her occasionally like hey hey no 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 we're gonna we're gonna rein this in and how long had it been since somebody had done that to her probably 20 something years that that anybody had said something like that to her so again i i think people there's arguments to be made either way but she now has moved on and she's won another national title uh by the way tell us uh, curtis quillen about this Oklahoma State player. We were talking about the portal earlier. And Avery Anderson, the guard from Oklahoma State, a team not known for its shot making, but is known for its defense. And so I assume, if I remember this kid correctly, he's got really, for a guard, long arms, long limbed. I assume he's a pretty good defender because that's kind of what Boynton's known for. Uh, he has gone in the portal. He averaged 11 points a game. What are we looking at there? Is this a is this someone that like would start for Baylor or would be be more like a rotational type player for Baylor? Um, I think he'd probably wind up being something more of a rotational player. So I first started hearing that he was going to go into the portal last night, and um, yeah, sure enough, that happened today. And I just <laughs> here's the thing. Baylor this year and Oklahoma State this year played wildly different styles of basketball. And so it's really hard for me to gauge where um, Avery Anderson might fit into a Baylor rotation because who's in the Baylor rotation, number one. And number two, what does a Baylor look like, you know, post Keontae George? What does Baylor look like on the hardwood 
come November 2023. And I don't think I know enough about that yet. But yeah, Avery Anderson to me is a more is more defensive of a guard. Um, I don't. You hit the nail on the head pretty squarely there, uh, with not known for shot making and very well known for. Uh, it's defense. At one point this year, Oklahoma State rated as the best defense in the Big 12. And at one point this year, uh, they weren't making buckets to go along with that. And it was costing them some games and winning them some others. Give them some credit there. They beat teams like Iowa State and TCU. That said, um, you know, if I'm, if I'm Mike Boynton, I'm calling every NIL collective member at Oklahoma State, seeing what kind of money I can get. And I'm going and making a push at LJ Cryer because I need someone who can put a uh, put some buckets together, and uh, maybe maybe it works. Maybe they can get uh, a guy who's very well known for shot making and and is exploring all of his options. And you know maybe he wants to go back to Waco if he doesn't like what he hears from NBA scouts. Uh, maybe he thinks that that Waco chapter is closed and that it's time to go somewhere else. And so <sighs> it's I, I, there's a lot of things I. It's hard for me to know what Avery Anderson and Baylor looks like, though, because what does Baylor look like next season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I did not think they were. I didn't know how much they were going to have to go to the portal, and now I think they're going to have to to get busy in the portal. Let me just say, I'd like to. I wouldn't mind them going a little old school after watching UConn and watching the difference having those big shot blockers. And, of course, Sonogo uh, is – he's a different per- – I mean, he's actually got some offensive game and some skills and, and can act- – I mean, he's going to be – I don't know where he'll go in the NBA draft, first or second round, but he's an NBA player. I don't know yet about Donovan Kling, and he probably is just because of his, his unbelievable size. But that that's old-school stuff right there. Those guys, San Diego State – couldn't do anything because they were so scared about those big men waiting at the rim. What do we see from Baylor this year? Straight line drives to the rim, and as much as I love Flo and and, and everybody else, and Ojan, I think is going to be a really nice player, and I think late in the season we saw some really good things from him from a shot-blocking standpoint. But, man, I got got jealous watching those UConn big men. And, by the way, San Diego State had some good big guys, too. Uh, a, a, a drew or drop and and one other guy uh who's the other I mean, they had some really good big dudes but i i i think baylor could use I, they don't have to be scores but people have to fear going to the rim yeah yeah no you're you're spot on the post the post offense has to be more prevalent use i mean look at look at what their post offense was when they were when they won the national championship right Yes, Mark Vidal was an undersized post, but he was scoring almost at will on the block, and they don't have that right now. Uh, Flow is not that kind of post player. He's a he's a pretty decent defender and a and a pretty decent rebounder, but the offensive side of his game is not that, and that's not a bad thing to so to say. But it's not something that lends itself to maybe winning a national championship. Um, but they've got to figure out the posting. I love Josh Ojanwuna. I think he is a remarkable basketball player uh, and is only going to continue to get better. And if you get him alongside a healthy Jonathan Chamwachachua, and we started seeing JTT look a little, a lot more like his old self with every game he played when he came back from injury against Texas Tech, um, 
if he gets back to 100%, chat with us, with him and Ojan Luna kind of being a one-two on the block and the ability to maybe go to a, a three-out-two-in type of offense, like UConn runs for 40 minutes a game, it might. It, I think it might bode well for Baylor. You've got to go get guards out of the portal to do that, and you've mm-hmm. got to develop your five-star guys when they get here. Um, and so, you know, it, it summer. This summer is going to be huge, as it always is, um, for for the Baylor basketball program. Yeah. Well, they got the one five-star coming in uh, for sure, Jacoby Walter out of McKinney, Texas, and well, that'll be fun. And then Merrill Little, we'll see for the finish uh, player. Uh, we'll see where uh, where he's able to do. Uh, that guy I was trying to think of, Arop, and then uh, Mensa for San Diego State. Yep. I love these big dudes, man. 6'10", uh, rope I thought was actually taller than he's listed. He's listed here at, uh, goodness gracious, 6'7". I thought he was way taller than that. But, uh, Curtis, good stuff. Always uh, appreciative of you. And uh, I, I, I wish this billboard has gotten so much attention. I would like to see Channel 6 put you on a billboard okay i would like to see more advertising for channel six the sports director and not so much about cupcakes and these various things uh on the waco because nobody believes in a billboard like central texas it's still one of the great billboard places in the country uh up and down 35 so curtis just uh, tell your news director who apparently you have such a close relationship with mosley said you need a billboard <laughs> We've we've got some new marketing things in the works. I'll let them know. Okay. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you, my friend. You bet. Curtis Quillen, Channel 6 Sports Director. I kept him on there, Aaron, a while. I'm afraid he has to, like, go be on at, like, 530. My gosh. I mean, does he have to do a hit? Maybe he's got Lively over there. Matt Lively uh, doing some great things over at Channel 6 as well. All right, it's Matt Mosley show, ESPN central texas and some thoughts coming up next on a really nice start by the rangers and you know tonight another big game could go up could go to four and one on the season even a loss wasn't too bad yesterday because of the pitching performance all of that coming up next this is the baylor sports beat a daily look inside baylor athletics Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Baseball back home and back in action tonight at Baylor Ballpark. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor football, a busy week in the spring. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Just as teams are celebrating on the courts, your mountaintop experience begins during the Jeep Celebration event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $5,500 on second and third row options or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $5,000 in total values. And if we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the new custom Jeep of your dreams. It's the Jeep Celebration event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. 
Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Coach Mitch Thompson and Baylor Baseball back in action tonight at Baylor Ballpark. 6.30 first pitch on the air at 6.15 here on ESPN Central Texas for the Bears and the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Baylor football, a busy week, getting three practices in before the Easter break. They were on the field yesterday, back out today, and that followed their first scrimmage of the spring on Saturday. A positive scrimmage, says head coach Dave Aranda. I thought the whole process has been good. There's been improvement. You know, I think for our younger guys, you know, to um, – um, to play fast, to um, we would call that playing green, to kind of put themselves out there in an area where there can, you know, you can make a mistake and you can do something wrong and um, to, um, you know, make those mistakes and learn and then attack it the very next play. I think really that's the thing because then, I, you know, all the false stuff is, is out the way and we can be true and real about things. And I feel like that a lot of that is happening now. And there was a lot of that today. And then I thought with some of the veteran guys, you know, some of the transfer guys, you know, Mike, Mike Smith's been just uh, continue to impress. You know, Keytron had a bunch of long uh, uh, passes uh, caught and uh, runs and all of it. And then, you know, um, we're getting good things from, uh, from Jake, you know, in terms of blocking and catching and, and all of it. So just way impressed with the effort today. I think it's um, it's a step in the right direction. Still a long way to go. I feel like the the youth of the team needs we need to be in. We probably need to do more things wrong and learned that that's not the thing to do uh, to have an idea of what's right. That's Dave Aranda following Baylor's first scrimmage of the spring on Saturday. They're back on the practice field this afternoon, continuing work toward their spring game April 22nd at McLean Stadium. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. 
At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weintz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. UConn Huskies win their fifth national championship 67-59 over San Diego State. Texas Rangers lose their first game of the season to Baltimore 2-0. Rangers in Baltimore again tonight. Andrew Henney on the bump for the Rangers. 7:05 first pitch and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor baseball tonight from Baylor Ballpark hosting Stephen F. Austin. 6:30 first pitch and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball L.J. Cryer has entered the transfer portal. LSU's 102-0 85 victory over Iowa in Sunday's national championship game was the most viewed NCAA women's basketball game of all time with 9.9 million viewers on ABC. Dallas Mavericks looking to shut down Luka and Kyrie for the last three games of the season and try to save a draft pick for the Mavs. Dallas hosts Sacramento tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley show on a Tuesday afternoon, and we've really covered a lot of ground today. There's a story out that's come out in the last 30 minutes 
that says the Pac-12 is unlikely to reach a deal that gets 50% of their their games on – on TV, all right, and, and uh, unlikely to reach media rights deal with more than 50% of games airing on TV. Could some of them be on some streaming sites and things like that? Yes, yes, that could happen. But the right now it's just there, and, and the Klevikov did not go to the Final Four. He did not attend. So I guess he's bunkered down trying to get this done. Aaron, to get there, one consultant told Dennis Dodd on CBSSports.com that he sees value in two networks. I-O-N, Ion, Ian, what is that, Aaron? Do you know, do you get that channel? The Ion Network? Ion. Ion. Do you know what that is? What do they have on there? It's weird. They've they've switched programming a couple of times, so I it doesn't really have an identity that I know of. Maybe they have since I've watched it last. Uh-huh. I'll look it up. It's, it says they're owned. I got a little bit of information here. Owned by Scripps Company, which owned used to own a lot of newspapers, in a general entertainment network that is in thirty seven of the top fifty markets. All right, so way to go. You could be in 37 of the top 50 markets. That's a pretty good percentage. And um, Action Network had reported that they might be involved. The CW is a majority owned by Nexstar Media Group. That group of stations reportedly reaches 100% of U.S. television markets. Um, providing 14 hours of primetime programming per week. What is the most notable sports property on CW right now, Aaron? Do you know the answer to this? Gotham? No, no, no. Sports. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. No, I I have not said sports. Live Golf. Live Golf is on the CW. So the Pac-12 could join Live Golf and be on the CW. Now, are Dion and the Arizona schools and the Utah Utes, when you go back to them and say, hey, guys, I got a good deal, you're on the CW and Ion with some reruns of the Jeffersons, how do you all like that? Now, Aaron, of course, money talks. If they can get at least 27 or $28 million per school, which would put them in fairly close to what the Big 12 is getting with like 31.7 or $32 million a school, then they probably could get it done without the conference blowing up. Also at issue is exactly how many of the approximately 60 to 70 Pac-12 games available for bidding would be streaming. That number, of course, would increase if the 10-team league expands. Right now, San Diego State 
is involved. SMU has involved been involved in the talks. Um, and this this consultant that Dennis Dodd was talking to said, I think where we are right now is is a streaming standpoint. Apple would take a piece and maybe play with uh, Amazon to give them a Friday night Pac-12 game. The trickier part, they said, is in who becomes the linear uh, portion of this. Um, How do you tell Amazon yes if you have ADs from that conference saying, no, 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 we can't do this? Now, Aaron, one question I haven't asked, it's not really addressed here, is how much more attractive is San Diego State now for having made it to a national title game? And, listen, this isn't the first time they've been good at basketball. They had Kawhi Leonard at San Diego State. They had Steve Fisher, and then this Brian Dutcher took over for him. The Big 12 is also um, believed to have interest in San Diego State, whose stock has risen because of the 2023 NCAA Tournament Championship game. Aaron, how how far ahead of SMU is San Diego State right now as a sports property. Well, first of all, they get you, you're losing UCLA and USC from the LSU, from the uh, from the uh, Los Angeles market. San Diego State gets you San Diego, and they get you back into, I mean, you already have some West Coast teams. But, I, I mean, San Diego State, in some ways, would be more valuable to the Big 12 than they would the Pac-12. And since the pack, the Big Twelve has been so you know dancing and and kind of making fun of the Pac Twelve, they would love to come in there and take San Diego State right out from under their noses. Aaron SMU gives the Pac Twelve a a a bite of Texas that they don't currently have. Now I get it, SMU. Okay, it's not like that. I mean, people that are outside of the Dallas Fort Worth or Texas markets don't quite understand it. It's not like SMU would would hand the Dallas market to the Pac-12. But I understand why SMU would be excited about this. But why wouldn't the Big 12 just say, you know what? While y'all are deliberating about all this, and you're trying to do a deal with Ion and the CW. Tell you what, we'll just take San Diego State and SMU. I would love it because I love the old SWC and and I have a lot of love for SMU and got great friends there. But it would not be as attractive, of course, as having Utah, Colorado, and the two Arizona schools, the so-called four-corner schools. Aaron, just to screw with the Pac-12, would it be worth it right now for the Big 12 to just go take, to just go take a big bite and take San Diego State and SMU 
and do it right now? Or would that would that exclude them from the ability to get those four corner schools? If you could go get SMU and and San Diego State right now, would you just do it? I would get San Diego State right now. I would not get SMU. What about San Diego State? Boy, I'm sorry to our SMU fans that you're in. <laughs> does not care anything about you. I do love SMU. What about Gonzaga? The a combo of Gonzaga and San Diego State, and you bring them in right now. How cool would that be? Sign me up. I mean, you brought Mark Few. You got arguably, well, the greatest team that's never won an NCAA title for sure. But the 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 I mean, in terms of consistency in men's college basketball, there's no one that can come. There's well, there's people that come close. Okay, Baylor in recent years, certainly Kansas. Some of those teams can come close, but. The amount of Sweet 16s in a row, that's just unheard of. They now have, I believe, eight in a row. Boy, you get the you get Gonzaga and you get San Diego State and you sit back right now. And, and, and of course, the problem is, you know, you need an even team. You, Gonzaga doesn't play football, so that makes it tricky. Could you take San Diego State in basketball but not football? The answer is probably no to that. All right. Somebody was making fun of me yesterday for answering a bunch of my own questions. All right. It's Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We got the dismount coming up next. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. 
Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weintz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. UConn Huskies win their fifth national championship 67-59 over San Diego State. Texas Rangers lose their first game of the season to Baltimore 2-0. Rangers in Baltimore again tonight. Andrew Henney on the bump for the Rangers. 7:05 first pitch and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor baseball tonight from Baylor Ballpark hosting Stephen F. Austin. 6:30 first pitch and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball LJ Cryer has entered the transfer portal. LSU's 102 to 85 victory over Iowa in Sunday's national championship game was the most viewed NCAA women's basketball game of all time with 9.9 million viewers on ABC. Dallas Mavericks looking to shut down Luka and Kyrie for the last three games of the season and try to save a draft pick for the Mavs. Dallas hosts Sacramento tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is time for the dismount. And um, got to say good night. Aaron, I'm sorry. I ended up talking about all that, all that other stuff uh, a minute ago, and I had fun doing it, talking about the Pac-12. And I think that's interesting. But tomorrow, uh, make me spend a little more time on these Texas Rangers. Um, it's a good start. Three and one. It was funny to see them actually in first place in the division. And it's just, I, was, I always like to see, by the way, the lineup. Of course, you can hear these games right here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Jim Turner, who listens to this show all the time and is the sponsor of Campus Confidential, was, was uh, headed out there this evening and uh Aaron what do you think about that pitching matchup tonight Gibson on the mound and our man Andrew Aaron what do you I mean this rotation John that was that John Gray that went out there last night boy went six and two-thirds and did his thing and uh they lose the game two to nothing but uh 
I still thought that was, you know, a pretty uh, pretty solid. Uh, last night, of course, was marked uh, was was marred by a pitch to the face of Josh Smith. Boy, he remains in our prayers. Came high and inside, and and Josh Smith took one right in the face, and he's gone. And he, he apparently his CT checked out clear. And he's going to be okay. And he texted, he tweeted out today, thanking everybody for their prayers. We'll continue to think about him. But uh, uh, Rangers and Orioles get it on. 7.05 first pitch tonight, 6.30 on the pregame, ESPN Central Texas. Everybody have a great night. Thank you, Aaron. We'll see you tomorrow on Hump Day at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. It's time now for today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, the Texas Tech Red Raiders.